Hey, it's Clark from the Down South IT Podcast, and today I'm going to give you my two cents on Apple's spring-loaded event. So Apple dropped a little bit of a bomb on us the other day whenever they announced their spring-loaded event. And they announced a whole lot of changes, first being the Apple Podcast app. They're going to redesign it, and they're going to allow for paid subscriptions. So you can do paid subscriptions monthly or annually to individual podcasts. So that's something new that they're going to be doing, which being that I have a podcast, I may have to partake. We shall see. I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, but (laughs) there are, hey, I'm sure there are ways. There wasn't a new iPhone introduced, but there was a new iPhone color introduced. So the existing iPhone 12 and 12 mini are getting a new color option, and that would be purple. And it's kind of a snazzy, lighter, lavenderish purple. I mean, it's a cool looking purple, if I don't mind saying so. It's It's definitely... And a different vibe for Apple. I mean, they're normally, you know, your blacks, your grays, your silvers, your whites. But, you know, purple is kind of a different shade for them. So, hey, I mean, good for them. They're trying something new. And, you know, hopefully it'll be a decent seller. You never know. Get them out the box a little bit, you know. Next up is AirTags, which if you've ever known what a tile is, is basically kind of a smart little tag that you put on either your luggage or your keys or something like that. So just in case you happen to lose it, you can find it again. And basically what this is, it's the exact same thing, except it's called an AirTag. And you use the Find My app on either your Mac or your iPhone or whatever to be able to use, you know, the devices and the tiles on AirTags, should I say, I'm... They're going to always be called tiles. I'm sorry. They're just that nobody's going to call it an air tag. It just won't. It, it'll be Apple tile nine times out of 10 by the, by the end of next year. I can promise you. So your air tag, use the find my app and you can do, you know, you'll be able to find all your devices with that. And they're going to cost $29 each, which is higher than tile. Or you can get a four pack for a hundred bucks. So save a little bit of money if you do that. But, eh, you know, it is what it is. Being Apple, you know, it's going to be a little bit more pricey than normal. So we'll stick to that. Those are actually going to launch on April 30th. And they'll have replaceable batteries. But there's no loop to attach anything to. So you can't really attach it to your keys or, you know, hook it into the zipper of your luggage or anything along that line. So... If you have to do anything like that, you're going to have to use like a third party or some kind of silicone wrap around it to be able to actually use it and tie it on to something, which is going to be kind of weird. So, eh, you know, learning curve, right? I guess that's that's what you could call that. Next up, they announced a refresh of the Apple TV 4K, and this one's actually going to be powered by the Apple's A12 Bionic chip. You'll be able to use your iPhone to calibrate the picture and it'll pretty much optimize all of the other output accordingly. Once you do that, they redesigned the remote for it. So it's not that weird touch pad remote kind of thing. That's a pain in the butt to use. If you have one, you know what I'm talking about. 
So they actually redesigned it. It actually does have directional buttons and specific volume rockers and different things on it. They will sell those new remotes separately, I think for right around $60. And they'll be, you can use that with a previous gen Apple 4K TV or Apple TV HD if you really want to. So that way, if you want to get rid of that stupid remote, you can, by all means, please do, because this one looks, it's not quite like a Roku remote, but it's fairly close, kind of Apple's version of it, should I say. But the new versions of the Apple TV 4K, 179 for a 32 gig, 199 for 64 gig. So all in all, besides the remote, nothing really too crazy going on there. Just a regular refresh, you know, per year. But the real interesting thing that they decided to go with is the M1 chip. And they went nuts with this thing. Not only can you get M1 powered uh, Mac minis now, which they've had for a little while, but now they have M1 powered iMacs. So they're going to use the M1 chipset in the iMac. It's going to have a 24 inch 4.5K display, 1080p FaceTime camera. Pre orders are going to start on April 20th and they're going to start shipping late in May. You can get a 1299 version with an 8 core CPU, 7 core GPU setup, and 1500 will bump it up to 8 core for the CPU and GPU will even come in several different colors. So they're branching out in the color space, even with the IMAX. So you can get either green, yellow, pink, orange, blue, purple, or silver. And depending on the model, you know, some of the colors are only going to be for the more expensive model, obviously, because it's Apple. I mean, come on. Both models will ship with a 256 gig SSD and two Thunderbolt ports, but the $1,500 model will add two USB 3.0 ports, and they both have the Bluetooth Magic Keyboard with Touch ID fingerprint sensor on it, and they also have the Magic Mouse with the USB charging port on the bottom of it, which is really and truly useless. So why somebody has not redesigned that yet, because it's complete crap, I have no idea. That's another headache for another day. But also going the route of the M1 chipset is the new iPad Pro. There were two models announced, an 11-inch and a 12.9-inch model. The 11-inch model will start at 800. The 13-inch, roughly, will start at 1100. They're going to have 5G support now if you get one with a cellular modem. So you're going to actually be able to use 5G on these. Both will have USB 4 through a USB Type-C port. The larger model, the 12.9 inch, will have what they're calling a liquid retina XDR display. And they're saying that it's going to have a thousand nits of brightness and 1600 nits of peak brightness. So it's going to be a bright boy and it should make HDR content look pretty damn good, to be honest. The biggest difference between the two screens, obviously, besides the XDR moniker, is going to be that the XDR display actually uses mini LEDs for the backlights and they're going to have over a thousand mini LEDs that make up the backlight for this thing so you'll be able to get true HDR content and besides that the brightness that they're talking about. Another feature that they're touting is called center stage and this will actually be available for FaceTime and Apple calls and it, what it does is automatically center your face in the middle of the frame during FaceTime calls, even if you move around the room. 
So no matter if you're moving your iPad or anything like that, your face stays in frame. So that could be something nifty. You know, I'm sure most people don't like looking up other people's noses while they're on FaceTime. It's kind of a bummer, to be honest. So at least they're doing a little something to combat that. Now, both of these models will come up to two terabytes of built-in storage and up to 16 gigs of RAM. So you'll have plenty of storage and plenty of RAM to be able to do just about anything you can think of. Being that they have this, this new XDR display and even the smaller model, the 11-inch model, will have True Tone, ProMotion, and P3 wide color support. So both of these are going to be very good if even if you're trying to do some light editing or you know some photo or video work you will have actual color accurate displays to be working off of so that's always nice too not everybody does it or needs it but hey if you have it in your back pocket and you use it why not that's everything that was announced for their spring loaded event not bad actually considering everything that they decided to drop on us and even a few surprises here and there with the different colors and the m1 chips going into the new imax and everything so we'll see where it goes. No new iPhones yet because normally those don't come out till toward the end of the year. So we can only wait with bated breath for the iPhone 13 whenever it decides to drop later in the year. Thanks for listening. This has been My Two Cents.